Welcome to the Degenerates Clubhouse, a place for less than distinguished gentlemen to discuss nonsense and fuck all tomfoolery. With your hosts Aaron and Armando. Honestly, who's going to listen to this? What a couple of stupid fucking cunts. Welcome to the Degenerates Clubhouse. First off, some housekeeping things. Uh-huh. Three things, Mondo. A lot of things. Th- thing one. You no, know, these are just some quick on the top, and then we can we can get into what's been happening, what's been going on. Thing one, I've decided we are no longer going to say the episode title at the top of the show, the, the episode number, right? Because at first when we were like, welcome to the Degenerates Clubhouse, episode nine, you're like, oh, wow, look at them. You know, they're just starting. Like, this is pretty good for some guys who've only done nine episodes. Wow. Good job. You guys will get a lot better. And now that we're, we're in the hundreds, it's like, oh, 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 you've, you've done a hundred of these. Mm. Well, well, we did. We've, we've progressed a lot. Yeah. You can't say we haven't. I think, I think we plateaued a little bit around like the eighties or nineties. So I, you know what, once, if it's a, if it's a big milestone episode, 150, 200, 3,000, we'll, we'll shout it out. Okay. But for right now, since I always forget which what they are anyway, no more episode numbers at the top of the show. Okay. That was one. Uh, By the way, we're episode 110. <laughs> thing two, you motherfucker. Thing two, uh, kind of where I'm at is, and then this would be a little metaphor just to, to set your expectations of me in this show. So you know what you're working with, Armando. Mm-hmm. Um when I was walking from my truck because, and I'm, I had to drive my truck here because my car isn't starting, uh, I, I was taking a drink of water. And do you ever do it where you just misjudge the distance from your hand to your mouth? You yeah. just hit yourself in the teeth? Oh, I've, I've done both. I've hit myself in the mouth and I've also like missed my mouth and spill water all over my shit. But I, yeah. I just, I just hit myself right in the front teeth. Didn't feel good. And I, I think, that would be a good metaphor for sort of my my overall uh, sanity and well being right now. You're hitting yourself in the teeth. Yeah. So just just take everything in this episode with a grain of salt, if you would please, and thank you. Okay. And then that was the second thing. Did you say there was three things? There was three things, and guess what? I forgot the third thing. Yes. See number two. <laughs> <laughs> so so um, we had a couple episodes that were supposed to have been launched before. Our Christmas break, that didn't happen. And then when you're on Christmas break, I don't begrudge Aaron. I didn't do shit. I was like, I could be editing, but I'm not. I'm on vacation. I'm on break. I I, I fucked off is what I did. So we've been on hiatus for a while because of laziness slash holiday slash Aaron's had physical stuff, you know. And Uh, I've been insanely busy though it yeah. wasn't you were like how was break i'm like bro yeah it wasn't a break <laughs> well because uh I'm, I'm not unhappy about this at all but lfa booked three events in january and they also got a uh be in their bonnet about getting everything released you know announcements and graphics and all those things way sooner uh-huh we had a we had a two and a half hour meeting oh, via shit. zoom about that oh, shit. us and the brazilian team and we were all i was just kind of sitting there like dude gotta get fucking shit how, to do. how many how many I guess employees or contractors, would you say, were on this Zoom meeting for? Oh, on, on the Zoom call, uh, one, two, like seven. Oh, so it wasn't like twenty. It was it was you and six other people. Yeah, I mean, there's I don't know how many employees there are in LFA total. Mm-hmm. Not everyone was there, but no, it was yeah, it was it was a, a two hour call of going by point by point of like this and that, and we don't have to get into the inner okay. inner sure. workings and hierarchy of the. Uh, you know, LFA power structure. But what I was getting at was they booked three events in January and they're trying to get all this stuff out. So like I had way more LFA stuff. Uh And then I had a whole backup of house building things too, because, uh, well, no, not even the snow. It was just the framers wandered off. That's, that's been kind of an issue. Like they hadn't been showing up. I mean, I think the last time they came was like December 21st or something like that. So it was right, yeah, right before it was. It was the Monday of the week before Christmas, but that whole week, nice and sunny, beautiful weather. And then they didn't show up, and they didn't show up the next week, so forth and so on. And I was like, "All right, I got shit to do. I gotta gotta move on without you guys," um, because when when one crew doesn't show up, then it creates this logjam of, of other stuff that needs to get done around the place too. And you have right. like, you, you kind of want to maintain a, a schedule, so you're not. 
five. It, so that's when people like contract other people to do work for them, mm -hmm. and it takes longer than necessary is because like a, a step needs to be done yeah. before you can go to the next thing. And, and, and it taking longer than necessary that happens, man. We yeah. get we ran into a bunch of weather. We were, we were talking earlier about how it was like record cold temperatures, and we had blizzards and all this shit. That's fine. Just not showing up on beautiful sunny days, yeah, and not telling me what's going on. Their boss not answering his phone, really. And I was like, like, big mad about that. Mm -hmm. Plenty pissed. Yeah. Well, so long story short, it's like, yeah, I think I think uh, I'm one of the last episodes that we we recorded. I was talking about how I had like a rib pop out of place, and I'm uh -huh. like, oh great, now I have to do. We're talking about sucking our dicks and how I'm gay because I don't suck my dick. Yeah, you. I was about to call. I was about to call you a slur for a gay person. I'm like, no, this is counterproductive. Um, but anyhow, yeah, ha I've had to do a ton of of physical stuff with the fucked up rib while also trying to do all the all the LFA stuff and like like they were they were emailing me on like December 26, being like, can you get us this graphic? I'm like, bro, yeah, <laughs> Christmas was yesterday. <laughs> Fuck off. For real. Yeah, you know what? Sometimes with this contracting stuff, it reminds me of... Did you ever play those uh, like adventure games on the computer when you, when we were kids? Where like I know like LucasArts had a bunch of them where it's like... They were kind of puzzles where it's like, okay, you have to get the rope. But to get the rope, you have to get the candle to burn the rope. And then you op get the key and then you open... There's always like yeah, yeah, this yeah. whole sequence of things you had to do. Mm -hmm. That's what contracting feels like. Because I, I just wanted to get the roof on. Right, so water and snow stops going into my house. Mm -hmm. but I'm like, okay, to get the roof on, I gotta get the face on because there's this little. It's called like a drip guard that they they uh, overlap like on the front of your house, uh -huh. so water just goes off of it. So like it's like the shingle, like the water and snow will go down across the shingles, and then the shingles overlap on the drip guard, and the drip guard overlaps on the front of the house. But to get the drip guard on, you got to get the face on. It's like the like metal or wood or whatever that looks pretty and and and. Uh, but then to get that on, you have to get the sub face on, and to get the sub face on, you have to you have to get the house wrap on. So it was like this whole fucking and the, and the framers were supposed to do the house wrap. I got everyone's like fascinating. I'm sure they're taking notes. Like, oh, yeah, the house wrap, mm -hmm. great. And but they fucking wandered off, and I'm like, all the shit. You know, I get the the roofer. Saying, hey, what's going on? Like, I'm supposed to come next, you know, tomorrow. And uh, same with the plumber. Guess what? Guess what the else they didn't do, Mondo? Uh, what? They didn't finish framing three out of the four bathroom walls. Pretty cool. So, like, three bathrooms are missing walls. Very hard to do rough plumbing when yeah. the wall where the plumbing is going does not exist yet. Anyhow, I feel better. I feel unburdened, Mondo. So did you end up having to frame all this shit on your – is that what you've been doing is framing it on your own or – So I hired – oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. I, I just I opened up a Pandora's box by asking – No, I should have videoed this is what I was thinking. So I was like, I need someone to get the house wrap on. I'll do the rest of the shit. You know, I put the subfascia and the fascia and all, all that so I could get the roofing done. But I'm like, I can't – I don't know how to do house wrap as one person. Somebody probably can. I can't. I I have a neighbor down the street whose house actually had burned down and he rebuilt it. And he's a, he's a contractor of, of the, uh, the, the like Latino persuasion. Are you saying he works at Home Depot? No, I think he, I know he, I see he's a contractor. He stands in front of Home Depot. Is that what you're saying? No, 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 no. <laughs> no, I'm saying like, he's, he's like the dude who like rolls up in a pickup truck and you just don't ask questions uh -huh. and shit gets done. So I asked him, I'm like, uh, Rod short for Rodrigo, like Rod, I need someone to do the house wrap. He's like, I got the guys. And what was the name of the 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 uh, trapeze family in Batman? The Graysons. Yeah, yeah, the Flying Graysons. Fuck yeah. These, these were it. like the Mexican Flying Graysons of house wrap. Nice. Um, <laughs> like, they were like up on ladders. Their favorite thing, this is like 20-some feet up, 24 feet up in the air. They love throwing things from the ground up to the person on the ladder who'd like catch it. They're like, oh, we need this piece of wood. And he catches it and goes, you know, nails it in. It was crazy. They were they were goddamn acrobats. Nice. And they had this whole thing done quick, fast, uh -huh. like in a day. It was it was incredible. In the midst of all that, like I'm like, well, I gotta go up on. I do. I don't like heights, Mondo. Are you a heights person? I can give a shit. I, I mean, fear of eating. Like if I'm standing on top of two stories and looking down, like that sucks. 
like fear of falling down. But as far as like getting on planes and shit like that. No, no, no. That's not heights. I'm like, I'm talking about, okay, let me set the, let me set a visual for you. Okay. You've seen my house pretty tall, right? Uh-huh. Cause it's, it's two stories. And then the, the first floor is like a, you know, a couple feet off the ground to begin with. So like I'm up on ladders, you know, two stories up and remind you it's been icy and snowy and blizzardy. So there's just like snow and ice patches. So I'm like, great. I've got, I've got this ladder on the ground resting on snow and ice. Like I'm up two stories. I'm trying to get shit done. I, I didn't like it, Mondo. Yeah. That freaks me out. It scares me a little bit. I'm not going to lie. Um, but I put the windows in. I put all 14 windows in. Uh, that's a lie. I put 13 out of 14 windows in. Didn't you have like an irregular shaped one? Like a non-standard one that you were talking about the architect had. Oh, the- so no. So yes. So that was all of them. Oh. All of them were non-standard sizes. Ah. And the architect was like, hey, here's a choice for you. You could have your windows be five inches like not even wider, j- just taller, and have this this extra five inches of views and vistas. Think how amazing that will be, and then you can pay like twenty thousand dollars more to have all the windows custom made. Doesn't that sound awesome? Yeah. And I was like, Peter, because we're this is the architect's name, and we're, we're you know we're friendly. We're on a first name basis. Basis. I'm like Peter, uh, respectfully, and I say this knowing that you care about your craft and. Uh, your your artistic you know integrity as an architect, but go fuck yourself. Mm-hmm. That's what I said. So I just I I just changed all of them on the plans to be standard sized. Uh, so so it's like mm, twenty five thousand dollar windows or you know I think I think I'm gonna end up spending like five. Yeah, I'll, that's that's a big difference in fucking. That's a car. That's a car. Yeah, not the nicest car, but yes, but it it's is a, a car. car. You could get yourself um, just about. Most used cars are in that. Yeah. You know. Well, and, and granted, the windows that I, I'm getting are not the nicest windows either. It's it's the you know sh- shout out to Pella Pella Windows. It's the Pella 150 series. It is argon gas, uh, and they are designed for altitude, and they weigh about you know 75 ounces because these <laughs> these things are made out of like cheap vinyl and uh, and very thin glass. But you know what? It's going to pass inspection. One day, maybe I'll replace them, but not now. Word. So, so anyhow, all that shit's been going on, Mondo. So the original guys, you had to do the framing. Obviously, they're just, they just pieced out. You're not paying them. Fuck them. They can eat shit. Well, so I don't know what's happening, Mondo, because mm. their their boss was not replying to me. And I was, cause I was trying to talk to him because I'm like, well, so here's the other thing. They did like a tiny little bit of the house wrap and they were low-key fucking it up. Like it wouldn't have passed inspection uh. around the, and I don't know a ton about house trap, but I do I do know how to install windows. And I'm like, you're doing, and I showed them like guys, like you're doing it wrong. Like this is do it like this. It'll pass inspection the way you're doing it. It won't, I don't give a shit. And then I showed them how to, to do it. And then they still kept doing it wrong. So like, I kind of needed to pull them off of that. And I wanted to talk to their boss. Cause I, for the most part, they did a pretty good job, except, with some details here and there. So I'm like not trying to put them on blast and just be like, you guys are fucking shit up, but he wouldn't answer. And then he was like responding here and there to email. And then when I, when he, he finally was like, I will call you tomorrow. And then he didn't call me. I'm like, I don't fucking, I'm, I'm getting the flying Grayson Mexican house wrappers and they just busted that whole thing out. So pretty good. But yeah, today I apologize. That was the third thing, Mondo. You reminded me. Oh, cool. I apologize. We are starting recording a little bit late today. Oh. Because uh, I am trying to get the basement bathroom wall and closet framed in. They may show up on Monday. They may not. I don't know. But I just need to get everything done so the plumber can get in there. So this morning, it was like 8.30 when I started planning things out. I'm like, oh, I have plenty of time before we're going to record like look at yeah, look at my phone. Oh, it's like eight forty five now. And then the next thing I know, my phone goes bink, and you're like, "Hey, are you fucking coming?" And I'm like, "Oh no, it's like I didn't two say o'clock." Fucking coming. I just said pod question mark. Yeah, no, you said it. This, that sorry, that was my interpretation. <laughs> no, I was, I was, I haven't been sleeping very well. Going to California, you know, they're an hour behind. Yeah, so correct. So. um you know, in my brain, it's 9 p.m. Over there, it's it's still 8, and, like, my my I'm ready for bed, like, at 8 or 9 over there. Yeah. So it took a while to kind of kind of start getting a normal sleep 
pattern, but even that didn't work. And then coming back, same. Coming back was was but like the opposite. It was it, so my sleep has been kind of goofy. I've I've been waking up like at three or four in the morning lately. Kind of sucks. It's definitely easier. I think it's easier uh, going east than Probably. It is going west. Because like going east, like you just have to get up earlier, and it sucks for like a couple days, and then you just adjust. Yeah. But what what makes it just as challenging though is so there's that that times thing, but it's also like it's dark as hell. Like mm. at five thirty in the morning when I'm usually getting up and I'm like, you know, getting the crust out of my eyes, you know, getting my coffee or my tea water boiling and getting Violet to go pee pee outside. And there'll be a little sliver of light, like just enough where I, you know, I can go outside and it's no big deal. But right now it's like pitch black if I go out five thirty. It's there's you know, there's some street lights and shit, but yeah, man, light is a problem right now. Because that's the other, it's it's still getting dark really early. Like, I mean, you know, I'm trying to get shit done. I yeah. mean, uh, dude, Mondo, I, I'm so happy that I'm never going to have to do this again. But there, I don't even remember when this was. I was up on my roof, shoveling my roof, like, as it's getting dark. It's like dark at like 5 o'clock. Uh-huh. I'm like, this probably, Not I, a I, had a, I had a safety harness on. Uh, and that thing has saved my life at least twice. Did you think so? You think so? Like it's caught you and shit? Oh, oh yeah. I mean, cause the, the problem is like with the weather way, the way it's been is it wasn't just snow. It was like icing over. So I'm like trying to like scrape the ice off and you know, it looks like, especially when it's dark, it looks like just regular wood and you step on it. Oh, it yeah. happened to me twice where my just, it's a very s- steeply sloped roof. So my foot just went out under, I like fucking eat it like hit the plywood and go start going sliding down the roof and then the the safety rope kicks for in. those that don't know and i you you would have asked me a couple years ago i wouldn't have known either but now that i'm here like there there's that there's the black ice there's ice there's all this shit that you and you it just looks at like the floor is wet kind of mm. i've eaten shit a couple of times mm. um i made a purchase earlier this week i forget but they basically you slip these things over your shoes and they like got little spikes on them yeah, I noticed those on the way in. Yeah, dude, those are fucking awesome. I walk Violet down, and I'm like, I'm like, normally I'm like, fucking slow down, you bitch. You're going to fucking make me eat shit. Because she just pulls a little bit. But now with these things, I'm kind of like, go, fuck, go, go. you. But no, not really, don't go, because I'm I'm not fast. Um, So yeah, California was cool. It was, uh, you know, last year I went there just for a couple days before Christmas, and then stayed through Christmas, came back. And it felt rushed. I felt like, you know, didn't really do much i just want their open presents and then came back this year my the whole idea was well i'm gonna stay through new year's so that way i could enjoy new year's eve as well with the family turns out that was kind of a waste of time because my immediate family didn't do shit for new year's eve they were Mm. asleep by like eight o'clock like i was outside by my by myself like i'm sure i could have gone to certain cousins or whatever and they would have had some kind of thing going on but my new year's celebration was me in my parents' uh, backyard, um, watching uh, something on sports, some, or I don't remember, some sports news thing on TV, with rain, because it was rain. So so Colorado had a shitload of snow. Aaron, tell me about, because I missed it, you, you you know more of what I miss as far as like snow, temperatures. Um, you said that they were record-setting or record-breaking? or I think so. I, it was... Uh, I think the scientific term is cold as fuck. Ah, um, coldest I've ever been since being up here is one degree, and fortunately, like I literally left the day, or maybe the day after was when Denver got hit with like a was it a snowstorm or a blizzard or what would you what was it called? I don't know. One of those. Either way, I think cold we, fronts. I think we got like six inches of snow. Yeah, so so I missed like some pretty heavy snow, and I came back to to it. But when I was out in California. California got hit with some pretty crazy uh, rains and winds and shit, and and out there, um, you know, it was nice to hang out with my bro Greg for a little bit. We went and had a drink. Um, he was driving Uber, so he didn't want to like get fucked up and drive all the way back to Carlsbad, which is about an hour and a half from Whittier. Hung out with um, with Eric Leiser. We had lunch. You know, I hung out with James and his family, and they opened gifts. <laughs> it was. But in an effort to like see more of my friends that I hadn't seen them in a minute, like every day was another thing. And then I took my niece and nephew and and, and another uh, nephew, I guess, to uh, Universal Studios. So every day was like boom, 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 boom. Something was going on. There was no real down. T- like there was downtime, but 
Came back tired as hell. Left um, Monday the 2nd. Yeah, Monday the 2nd from Whittier at around 5 a.m. Drove to Grand Junction, which should be about 10 hours, but took me about 12 because of weather and pee-pee breaks for the dog. Next morning, I woke up. Or the intention was to wake up like at six, seven, eight, and then finish the rest of the drive, but I couldn't sleep. So I went to bed like at 11, mm-hmm. woke up at like two and said, fuck it. I'm just going home. You know, I, 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 I slept for like three hours in the hotel and then just drove to, to Lakewood. And, um, and yeah, this week has been kind of like, kind of figuring out the sleep pattern again. And, and Violet loves, Violet loves the snow. She fucking thinks she's a fucking rabbit. She does these little prancy things and shit. But um, I'm glad to be home. It's cool to see family. It's cool to see friends. But I am glad to be back in Colorado. Everyone asks the same questions. Is it cold out there? Do you like it? I can't believe you like Colorado because isn't it that cold? Blah, blah. And I, I, I had like almost a scripted answer for them. Come out. Experience it for yourself. Colorado is awesome. It's beautiful. Yeah. Shitty weather and all. But, it, you know, whatever. The, honestly, the weather here is not that bad. Even when it's cold. I mean... So I did look. I did look up. It, it was the coldest it's been in 32 years, oh. and it dropped to negative 24. And that's without wind chill, yeah? Or is that with wind chill? I don't know. So I, yeah, with wind chill, it it could hit another you know 10, 20 degrees colder than that. But so. but what I, I'm trying to get at is you've not experienced an East Coast winter. No. So the difference in Colorado is you will have very nice warm days like we're we'll probably have a 60 degree day at some point in january well here's here's how i explain it to people but, but wait well, hold, on, hold on okay because this, this is one other thing in the east coast you don't have that it's just fucking cold and it's always cold you don't have the warm days but the biggest difference is like today super bright and sunny out right uh-huh in east coast winter it is just gray gray it's gray and cloudy and cold until some point in spring, and then all of a sudden it's spring. Here you get like sun, you get some warm days, you get some you know negative twenty four days. So it just it's not quite as impressive. I, I try to impressive. I try to explain it to like my family that, and and I don't know if there's like a physiological, anatomical human thing in our bodies where we're not supposed to take a thirty degree swing in temperatures because there'll be days where you know it'll be twenty degrees outside and i'm walking you know violet out for a walk in the morning and then the afternoon and i'll be bundled up you know cold it's Mm -hmm. cold and then it'll be 50 degrees in the afternoon and i'm fucking taking shit off i'm sweating i'm sweating in Mm -hmm. 50 degrees which is like what like how i just think our bodies don't like regulate that fast and when it does it's like oh like what do we do you know well there's there's that but it's also i think it you're probably just still dressed for the colder weather no and i'll take layers off and i'm still fucking sweating yeah, well, because then your body gets heated up and you get it. But yeah, yeah, that same thing happens to me, especially, God, especially when I was working on the roof. Like, because I'd start, you know, in the morning when the sun hadn't quite come up, and it's freezing, freezing cold. And then all of a sudden, sun's creeping up. And I'm like, I like, just like you said, I mean, um, I'm wearing like what, what I'm wearing uh, today, where it was like uh, Under Armour and a sweatshirt. And then I'm just sweating buckets and stripping stuff off. Everything, just stripping everything off just up on the roof naked um not naked i had underwear on and socks obviously and you know just working on the roof Mm, pretty good getting getting friendly with my neighbors okay like hey guys you want to come over and they're like no that's that's okay we'll just be over here so yeah getting back into swing of things now sort of the work week was interesting you know with uh with the mixed bag of sleep dicks going on and then uh and then you know in in most jobs most desk jobs office jobs that kind of thing you're you're you try to wrap stuff up before you go on a vacation so that when you leave you don't have like all these pending things like oh i forgot to do that you just want to tidy everything up leave it alone so when you come back on vacation hopefully there's not a lot of stuff for you to do never the case because i come back and there's a fucking pile of this and that and customers calling me emailing me it says like it's been uh, it it is they don't give you the time to kind of like ease into it. It's just kind of yeah. like here you go, motherfucker. You're like you're back. My boss on my day off, on my last day of vacation, the Tuesday, the third or whatever. Technically, this, I'm on vacation, and he's like, "Hey, we got a conference call. Can you be on it?" I'm like, "I'm on vacation, but whatever. I I was on it. Fucking sucked, but 
There's no breaks. No breaks for, for us. So the reason why we're doing it, again, I, I think we talked about this before the break, but it's been almost a month or three weeks or whatever. The reason we're doing the podcast today, Saturday the 7th, as opposed to Sunday the 8th, is because Armando Ramirez Jr. is going to the Denver Chargers game here in Denver. Chargers fan club is hosting this big old thing in the parking lot tailgate thing. And um, while I was in Southern California, I picked up an easy up that's got the Chargers thing, canopy thing. And I just kind of made a comment on the Chargers fan club group here in, in Denver. It's like, hey, I'm in SoCal and I can get these if you guys want want one and so two guys you know took me up on the offer so i have three canopies in my truck and then um you know i i volunteered myself like hey you guys need anything else for the tailgate blah 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 i opened up a can of worms i ended up buying like napkins and plates and fucking cases of water for the thing why would you bring worms to a tailgate i don't know it's weird yeah just bring just bring like food and uh no they're doing food i'm I'm bringing plates napkins and worms uh solo cups I don't think they need they, apparently there's like free keg so if you're uh, oh, nice. you know if you're in the tailgating uh mood on Sunday go to the go to the lot M and and Mile High Stadium and get free beers <laughs> and free breakfast tacos apparently so yeah so that's why we're doing it today and not tomorrow cuz tomorrow I'll be there all day you know the tailgating parking lot opens at 10 the game starts at 2 and football games are about 3 hours so I'll be there from like 9 to 5 p.m. literally and uh, yeah, that's what we're doing today. Cool, cool. I, I I like being that we don't really. I guess there's a couple people that sometimes check in live, but I was like, functionally, it makes no difference because be, be, you'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. I, you're right. I would be. They, they, I think some, I think sometimes also people catch the video after the fact or even like download the episode after the fact. So you know, then we got we got there's people that tell me that they listen to my shit. And I'm like, really? You do? Oh, okay, cool. Thanks, appreciate it. Yeah, no, I figured most people who do would, would probably download it after the fact. Um, but anyhow, now that we've got the really important stuff that everyone would hear out of the way, you know, all, all my uh, building escapades and your time in Colorado and time zone changes and, and tailgate. The tailgating, that was what we were really building to. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So it's almost like, do we even go on with the episode further? <laughs> but but let's, let's do uh, like a speed round of... Uh, Ask Reddit questions, Mondo. Okay, but okay. I don't have the question. So you have no, to ask. no, I'm going to ask the questions. Okay. And here's the thing. I'm just going to go through ones that are backlogged that we have not answered. So if you don't want to answer it, just go pass, and we go on to the next one. Okay. So it's going to be quick. Okay. Guys, we're going to put exactly zero seconds of thought into these questions. You're right, right. So uh, first question, if you were to describe your sex life with a movie title, what would it be? <laughs> Ghost, <laughs> Go, are, you, are you fucking ghost? No, 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 dude. I, I've the the last like three or four chicks I've talked to. I'm not. I fucking hate online dating. I fucking hate it. It's so stupid. But the last like three or four chicks I've talked. Actually, no, no. Last two chicks I've talked to. Conversations go pretty well, and blah 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 blah. And then they just there's no communication. I was like, what the fuck? Like, I guess they just got. I don't know. They get they, they ghost. It's easy for people to ghost people. I guess I would have gone with Home Alone. Home Personally, alone? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm in my home. I'm building the home. I am, <laughs> I am alone. There is, that maybe just because of all, all the Christmas movies. We there were some other good answers. Someone had Sahara. It's been dry for so long. Ooh, um, a quiet place. <laughs> I, I like this one. A series of unfortunate events. Oh, Mission Impossible. And I'm like, I, I think, I think that person is is building the uh, challenges up a little bit too much in their mind. And we also had the big short. Uh, okay. I mean, I, I, I don't know if, if I, I would use that one to describe myself, but you know, you know, not everyone was born the same. That's fine. Oh, last one. Actually, this is the best one. Ready player one. <laughs> nice. Nice. Uh, okay. What did your crush do that completely ruined your infatuation for them? What did my crush do that completely pass? I don't think I have a good answer for that one. Uh, I've got I've got one real quick that come comes off the top of my mind. Do you remember? I don't know if you remember this, but when I was a freshman at Whittier, there was a hot girl, which right by herself. And there's like a hot girl at Whittier. What? Yeah. Where? No. It's it's like finding um, you know, like when you like there's like rare like albino deer. You when you're like, oh my god, it's like mythical. It's like a hot girl at Whittier. 
how did this strange, majestic creature make its way into Whittier's campus? But not only was she hot, she was Russian. Mm. Do you remember her? I think so. I think I know what you're talking about. There is a hot Russian girl who is like sort of a tennis player, but I don't think she's any good at tennis. No one cared because she was a hot girl at Whittier. Uh-huh. And uh, that that was, you know, speaking of, of the last question was like, man, I think this guy is building it up too much in my mind. Mm-hmm. I definitely did. She was she was like, I am Russian and I'm with her. I fuck people. That was like where she was at. And I'm like, oh my God, it's a hot girl. How do I talk to her? Yeah. I could have just been like, I think her name was Elena or something like that. I could have been like, Elena, let's go back to my room. And that would have been it. Yeah, yeah. Didn't didn't really work this out. Mm-hmm. And I still, actually, I still remember this because I remember James Marshall quoting myself back to me. Uh-huh. And the quote was, man, I wish she was just a little bit smarter. <laughs> she, was, she was very, very dumb. And at the time, I thought that mattered. Uh-huh. For a one night stand, guys, no. it does not. Not at nope. all. But I hadn't I hadn't figured this all out yet. I was yeah. not as sexually liberated. Anyhow, so like I, this was a whole thing like in my you know in my mind that was built up. And then she had sex with he. I think he was one of the captains on the lacrosse team. Uh-huh. But he was just I was not like a terrible guy, but not a particularly attractive guy. Yeah, not a lot of personality. Really bad back knee. Uh-huh. And I was just like, dude, you fuck Ben. Why uh-huh. would you do? No. Oh, you'll just fuck anyone. And then that's when I realized I was like, I should have been like, oh, you'll just fuck anyone. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> but but my takeaway was like, oh, you'll just fuck anyone. I'm out. I get that way. I get that way with when chicks like like uh, banged or 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 have dated like friends of mine. Like mm-hmm. I, I like my friends. I get along with them fine. But when I know they've like like had a history, it's kind of hard for me to like get past any of that. Like I'm just kind of eh. okay. Uh, moving on. What company would you like to go bankrupt? What? Co- Wait, go back because you didn't answer some of the. You didn't put what the, what the redditor said. Oh, the redditor that. said sure. Uh, turns out that if you want to be my well, hold on. If you want to be my lover, yeah, this was says. Turns out that if you want to be my lover, you should not get with my friends. Yeah, yeah. It's similar. Yes. Um, we talked about exes. She mentioned how she should have cheated on him because oh. he was boring to be with. Whoa. He's like, yeah, I'm out. Yeah, fuck you. Uh, he littered. Just opened his car door and dropped out a McDonald's bag on the ground. That killed <laughs> it right there. I mean, he was eating McDonald's for one. Yeah. And then, uh, wait. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> fuck her cousin and had a baby with him. Yeah. Nice. Uh, okay, and here's a, here's a long one. We'll do one long one and we'll move on. Okay. This might sound dumb, but I was dating someone briefly several years ago that I had a red flag moment and walked away. We had only gone on a few dates and had, hadn't become intimate yet. He came to my house and when I had just, all caps, bought my first car and he sat on the hood, I asked him not to do that and he just laughed. And after a few more times asking him and him blatantly ignoring me and mocking me, I dropped him. If he couldn't even manage respecting such a small boundary, I wasn't interested in giving him a chance not to respect others. Yeah, don't sit on someone's fucking car hood if they ask you not to. Simple. <laughs> you know what? I know guys like that. He was like, dude, I'm being alpha. Yeah. I'm not going to have her fucking order me around. It's like, bro, get the fuck off my car hood. <laughs> bilingual people. What is the thing that non-bilingual people will never understand? I think uh, it's 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 a, a, a sign of respect when someone like tries to speak someone else's language to make them feel comfortable, right? Si. Like it, it happens a lot in the Spanish speaking speaking community where we have uh, people of other origins, uh, uh, ethnicities try to speak Spanish, and it's fine. Bueno, mi compadre. And and I, just this is my opinion. It's okay to have the white person accent, like just say si. it, just say it, and it's it's fine. We we know what you're saying. Si, the 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 kind of the semi annoying thing is when people try really hard to imitate like the certain accents or rolling the R's or you know like it, it that stuff's kind of like like cringy. It's like I, I, you know I don't even try to I I am not physically capable of rolling R's. Yeah. So so that one I don't do. There was this there was this video I was a podcast I was listening to and they had a video accompanying to it but they were like they were like talking to um they were interviewing like like. Like straight cholas, like like la- like Latin gangster girls, and there was some. There was this one chola girl that was like rolling R's that didn't fit. It didn't belong. Like the word didn't require you to roll the R, but she was she was forcing the rolling the R's to make her sound more uh, 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 
ethnic. Latin, ethnic Latin. It's like no, you're putting things that don't they don't belong there. That don't that ro you're rolling an R that does or even she was even rolling like soft T's, like uh, like put like for the example the word put, P U T. She would put 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 it put it in. I'm less <laughs> like you're now you're just being an idiot. Now you're just being dumb. That that shit's kind of annoying. Anyway, your answer. Muy malo. Muy malo. Uh, I don't know. So this one's a little bit harder for me to answer because I am not like truly bilingual. There, there are other languages where I can speak a little bit here or there. Uh, the closest to bilingual I've ever gotten was French. Uh, and I, I don't know if, if you experienced this. And, and this just might be because I'm I'm not as well versed. But like sometimes like my brain will switch over from, you know, like, like I'll be trying to speak French, but it's really just me translating English into French. And then it's like a switch will flip where I'm like then thinking in French. Does that make sense? It doesn't. I'm trying to. So I, I don't know if, if. I've heard other people tell me I, how. I, I like, I usually am thinking, you know, when I'm thinking, I'm thinking in English because that's, that's my main language. So when I'm trying to speak French, I am, I'm thinking still in English and it's like, okay, like. The, you know, this is the the English word I'm trying to say, and then how do you say that English word in French? And I'm like doing the translation, but it's everything's happening in English. And then there was one point where I was I was well versed enough where all of a sudden I would I would like switch over where the thoughts were coming in French, uh -huh. and then that was I'm like oh my god it's cool. I, I think I think the reason I don't I, I I think the reason I can't relate as much is because. Um, we do Spanglish. We like we're like we have a cheat code. We're like fuck this. There's English, there's Spanish, and then if you were raised in Southern California, there's Spanglish. There's like you just your sentence has seventy five percent English and like littered with Spanish words here and there. And we're like yeah. yeah, that's just we just get it. You know you know how there's there's sort of the the um, the sexuality spectrum. You know there's people <laughs> who are gay. There are people who are straight. There's there's stuff in between. You guys are on the language spectrum. Where yeah. You, yeah, with a little little Spanish, little English, and then there's that dirty middle where you just uh -huh. you just gets kind of weird in there. Yeah. And you just don't ask questions. Sure. How you say? How that, you say? <laughs> that was the that was the real treat code. We would always we would always make <laughs> we'd always make fun of my dad because my dad had still has like a thick, thick, thick accent. Like if you were to hear him speaking English, he sounds like Jackie Chan, like Jackie Chan attempting English. It's pretty broken, pretty bad, and. As kids, like if we'd go to like a fast food drive through my dad's driving the car, so he's the one ordering the food for everyone in the car. Like, what do you want? You want okay, number one, blah, 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 no, whatever. And he would often, like, instead of saying, like, my sister didn't like tomatoes, so she would say no tomatoes. <laughs> and then uh, there's been a couple times where he would say, I, I want a large Coke. And you can imagine what he said. Um, so we, yeah, we we never dropped those ones with my dad. We'd always make fun of him for it. All right, let's see what the Redditors had. To oh, this is actually a little bit similar, but obviously this person speaks uh, better than I do. The fact that I no longer, quote, translate in my head when I use my second language. Uh, and then he goes, the fact that I can be unaware which language I'm reading. That'd be wild. Mm. I have a bit of a stutter in one language, but not the other. <laughs> and then jokes that work in both languages are the funniest. Uh, let's see what else. Uh Literal trans oh that is a good one. Literal translations rarely work. A lot of monolingual people seem to think other languages are like their language, but with other words and every word as an equivalent. That, yeah, that is true. And then here's the last one: having a quote accent regardless of which language you're speaking. And then here's their edit: learning a language allows you to feel better understood as we interact and build connections with others. So it's frustrating when you feel as though you're not communicating communicating as clearly as you would like to express yourself. It's been great to feel understood. <gasps> okay, um, aliens are here. They ask for the best song we got or we die. What song do you give them? That's a weird something like aliens. That's a very subjective thing. I don't know why are we dying because but. They're just asking, what do you think the best song in the world to present to aliens are? So I don't think it's the I don't think it's the best song in the world, but I think it's been cited by other musicians. There's a lot of memes, okay. musicians. But um, "Stairway to Heaven" by Led Led Zeppelin. Um, there's this thing in um, I forget the name of the uh, there's a there's like a trade show in in the music industry where like a lot of recording equipment is shown off, a lot of new technology, a lot of new software for recording music and stuff is and a lot of times they'll have displays so you can like like play with the piano or, or the guitar like to, to test things out. 
and they do not let you play the Stairway to Heaven riff. Yeah. They do not let you play that riff. And it, uh, so that's part, point A. Point B, there's a song by Tenacious D called The Greatest Song in the yeah. World. Yeah. And in it, towards the end, they actually play a little lick, a little little part of Stairway to Heaven, kind mm, of a kind of a, an homage to not nearly not directly saying Stairway to Heaven is the greatest song in the world, but like they're referencing like, hey, if you get it, like uh, wink, wink. Mondo, I'm just saying that's a bold move, right? Because in this scenario, the aliens are like, give us your best song in the world, or we're going to exterminate the human race, and you're like. Stairway to heaven, and what if the aliens are like, okay, we're very literal. <laughs> yeah, I understand what you're saying. My immediate thought—I don't know why it just popped in my head—was Bohemian Rhapsody. That's a good one too. That's There's a just one. a lot going on in that yeah, song. Yeah. You know, the 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 songs the songs have movements. It's not like A B A B C A B A B. There you go. It's not, it's yeah. not cookie cutter. Like these songs, like they they go in phases and there's, they move. There's classical and there's rock and there's yeah. You know what else? Uh, this is. Okay, I do not mean to put this on the level of Stairway to Heaven or Bohemian Rhapsody, uh-huh. but a, a song I heard recently uh, that that gave me that same vibe was, was called Downtown. It was a Macklemore song. Huh. And I was surprised. I'm like, oh, shit, there's a lot going on in this song. Hmm. I mean, the, the parts where Macklemore is rapping, definitely the worst parts of the song. <laughs> <laughs> but then but then there's the, the whole vocal section gets, gets, a little, it gets lit, as the kids say. Yeah. So let's see what the Redditors have to say. I, I <laughs> the, the most upvoted answer, I vote we Rickroll them. <laughs> oh, shit. Rick Astley. That's that's just, you know what? We, we've we fucked up the earth enough. We're done. I'm sure I'm sure most people, most degenerates understand what Rickrolling means. But for those that don't, Rickroll's that song like, Never Gonna Give You Up. But by Rick Astley, uh, nah, who, nah. who I think looks a little bit like Christian Bollocker. That guy's not aged. Yeah, he does look like Bollocker. That guy's not, it doesn't look like he's aged a whole ton, that guy. Yeah, there there's a very, very cheesy song. And the, the way you execute a Rickroll is... You, you'll have some sort of like intro, maybe it's, you know, like a, a title or it's the beginning of a video where it's, it says something very serious. And it's like, Mondo, this is the answer to all your financial problems. In just two short seconds, you're going to become rich and wealthy. And then the Rickroll song starts playing yeah. and you're like, motherfucker, yeah. I got Rickrolled. Yep. So we're going to Rickroll. What if, what if unironically they're like, oh my God, this Great. is this amazing. Is a good song. Yeah. I'm hold on. I'm just trying to scroll. Everyone's like hyped about this Rickroll answer. Uh, someone says, "Show me what you got." I don't know what that is. I don't know either. Tribute by Tenacious D. Yeah, there you go. So they're like, just just give them that one. Oh, Mr. Blue Sky, scientifically the happiest song ever made. I don't know. It's a Beatles song. I can't I can't sing it at all. It's like Mr. B- no, I'm not yeah. gonna try. I was about to try. I don't know the song, so I can't. Be- Bo- uh, Beethoven's Ninth or Ode to Joy. Okay. There's some classical. And then someone goes, they probably enjoy some Daft Punk. I like Daft Punk. There's a song that they did with the singer from Tame Impala called Daffodils. It's got like that EDM vibe. Yeah. And it's got like also like a funk vibe to it. And then the the singer from Tame Impala's got a nice voice. We're just Uh, assuming that the aliens are going to be in a techno. But you know what? It, It fits. Oh, I don't think we should play them either of these songs. But, uh... If you did not watch the Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas I special, I haven't. Don't ruin it. I haven't. Don't ruin it. Hold on. I'm not going to tell you about the, the the whole thing. Okay. But I'm saying it, it it is better than it should be. <laughs> like it does with with the premise of this of what they're trying to do. Like in the movie, it should be terrible, and it's it was highly enjoyable. How long is it? It's, it's short, like 40 minutes. Okay. But but there are two original Christmas songs. In the Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special, and they have both moved into the top ten, certainly for me of all time Christmas songs. Really? Maybe top five. They're like really good. Like they're my favorite Christmas songs. I don't know that I have any good favorite Christmas songs, but that still says a lot when you say it's in top five. <laughs> uh, there's one that I really like. I forget what it's called. It, it's got it's got kind of like an Irish thing to it. Oh, how does it go? Like he's talking about like people in the drunk tanks and the bells are ringing out on Christmas Day. You never heard that song? Nope. Oh, it's so good. Anyhow, moving on. We'll do like two more and then we're going to – well, actually, how much time do we got left? We are 45 minutes into the episode right now, sir. Sure. We're going to do We're gonna do one more. Okay. Um, oh, by the way, Greg, Greg uh, Davison says, Como frijoles, how have you been? 
Get it? Como frijoles. How have you been? Bean frijoles? No, I, I, no, I get it. Spanish? Yes. <laughs> frijoles are a type of bean. Yes. No, I got We got it. <laughs> we got it, Mondo. Oh, they, see, now I'm scrolling through. We're like, we're a little bit farther back in the log, and I'm scrolling through ones uh, that we've answered. Okay. Uh, and <laughs> this is a dumb one. We'll just end on this. What should be illegal to put ketchup on? Um, I think if you're from Chicago, you probably say a hot dog. Illegal to put ketchup on. It should be illegal to put ketchup on a Bro, hot dog. Steak, steak. Yeah, they they don't they don't. If you tell them you want to put ketchup on your hot dog, they they fucking throw you out in most places. Jeez. Yeah, they're like fuck off. They won't give you your food. They tell you they literally won't. Um, people that put ketchup on their steaks, go eat shit, eat shit and die. Why? Why would you have such a strong reaction? Because <clears throat> that's some hillbilly shit. That's some fucking. You got like three teeth left in your mouth. I want to put ketchup on a steak. Ketchup goes on maybe hamburger, like ground beef or something like that. But on a steak, you're ruining it. I think I think that's like they want to put steak sauce, but they're like, but we could get this ketchup for 99 cents at the Walmart. <laughs> it's just, this it's is, got most of the same ingredients. This is just some backwood steak sauce. So it's the same color. <laughs> hold on, G- give your answer, but we're not moving on before because I got I, another question to add to this one. So, give what's your. I feel like something like really like a, a dish that's like exquisitely prepared and then you put fucking ketchup on it. So I remember there was that crepe restaurant uh-huh. that we went to. So this is a French French restaurant. It's on theme with our, our multilingual thing. So it's like this really well-prepared crepe and it's got all these things mixed up and the eggs and it flops over. And then you just dump ketchup on top yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go kill yourself. Yeah, yeah, go fuck yourself. You're ruining the dish the way it's supposed to have been done. So name something that is <clears> – that you – Otherwise, would not put ketchup on that you do put ketchup on. Do you have something like that? Wait. So, a, a food that you would have otherwise not put ketchup on this food, it would have been thought otherwise not to do it, but you put ketchup on it. Or put some other condiment. We'll, we I don't won't. I don't really eat ketchup anymore. Okay. Well, any other condiment that like you may add to your food that's not supposed to be there, but you're like, huh, this is fucking good. Fuck you. I don't care. The rules are. Honey on pancakes. I did that recently. Honey on pancakes? Yeah, I didn't have maple syrup. And I and usually I'm not trying to eat a lot of sugar, but I was like, I wonder, you know, it's the same. Hu- honey, maple syrup, they're they're adjacent to each other. Let me let me see How what was it? It was good. Yeah. It was really good. <laughs> Aaron just invented something. I think I actually think it tasted better than maple syrup. I'm like, this is this is it. I'm gonna start the com- uh, competitor to IHOP and take over the breakfast world with my honey pancakes. Let's go. So I guess it's not as weird. Maybe it's weird. It depends on how you look at it. But sometimes I've eaten pizza and I dipped it in ketchup. Like I, there's already tomato sauce on it, right? Or whatever. The the marinara or whatever the fuck on the pizza. But I've sometimes used extra ketchup and dipped my pizza in ketchup. Oh, another thing. It's chicken tenders and chicken wings and nuggets and that shit. I dip that in ketchup. I, you know you're, you're supposed to use other sauces, but I like ketchup. <laughs> Yeah, honey and pancakes, though. Guys, yeah. you heard it here first. You're going to try it and be like, oh, my God. He's a culinary genius. And just so you guys know, the season two of The Bear, loosely based on me. It all revolves around that discovery. Stop it. It's a true story. Speaking of shows. what? Are, wait, hold on. Before, what do the Redditors say about that? We didn't do that part of you. I don't care. Okay. I, mean, <laughs> I, scrolled, I scrolled away from the question. Okay. So, yeah. So tangent, go back to the time. What were you saying before? I was say, I, I had this beautiful segue. Speaking of shows, I, worked, I, I made a reference to the bear. Speaking of streaming shows, Mondo. Yeah. There's three more episodes of Willow. <laughs> this, yeah. The hit fantasy show. We last left off. Slash Fever Dream. Reviewing episode four right before we left the break. So, so there's, there's three more that have come out. Uh-huh. Uh, five, six, and seven. I have not seen seven because, as I mentioned on the top of the episode, been very busy. So let's talk about five and six. And I think I told you off air, if we had not decided to cover Willow, (laughs) five would have been the episode where I stopped watching, where it's just like, what the fuck? So Mondo, Mm -hmm. I I am seeing a theme in the show Willow. Okay. A, a, A running, a running, not even gag, just something that keeps happening where it's like, People are always getting kidnapped in this show. Yes. Constantly. All the time. They're like every episode someone's getting kidnapped. Like we don't like, know what to yeah, there has to be some sort of conflict. They're like, we'll just have someone get kidnapped. Yeah. Everyone gets a turn. 
the, the, this episode, the person that gets kidnapped is uh, our red-haired... Uh, what did you call her? What was she from the Captain America? Flag League? Smasher? Flag Smasher. So Flag Smasher slash Lesbo gets kidnapped. And then we're like, what the fuck? So they go on a... <laughs> they go on a rescue mission. Right. Well, into into the Wildwood. Ooh. Which, right, they make it sound very scary. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh no, the Wildwood. People go in there and they never come out. Seems like a very happy place. Yep. Like, like I still don't understand the significance of the Wildwood. Mm-hmm. It just seemed like a regular forest. And they're, they're, they're the... I forgot what they were called. The but, Bone Reavers. Oh, the Bone Reavers. Who, again... Sound like they're going to be terrifying, and they're going to have these grotesque practices, and they eat your bones, and they just seem like pretty normal people. They're just a club. <laughs> they're a club of people that like to wear skulls in their faces. And yeah, shit. they're pretty chill, right? They kidnap people. So, so every, everybody gets kidnapped, right? <laughs> it's like like uh, the redhead chick gets kidnapped, and then Willow and who is Willow kidnapped with? Because they were separated, right? Willow is with Kit. No, no, I don't remember. It, it was. So so it was it was Kit Kit and uh and the flag smasher girl they're kidnapped together and Kit's giving them all kinds of lip because she's like I'm sassy and I don't give a fuck <laughs> I'm like bitch they're gonna kill you like shut up <laughs> still annoying as ever still still not my favorite my least favorite character yeah yeah she, she her her sense of like timing and when it's appropriate to say things never good in this series she she. Kit wants to talk when Kit wants to talk, and it really doesn't matter what's going on around her. Spoiler alert for the next the next episode when we get to that. And then Willow, Willow's trying to figure out how to break out, right? Because it's like, oh no, Kit's gonna get killed, and they're gonna make some sort of human sacrifice out of the red hair girl. And then we meet we meet the brownies. I'd forgotten about them. Yeah, no. So cameo, Kevin. Ah, yes, Kevin. Kevin something or other. Kevin Pollock. Kevin Pollock. There you go. Kevin Pollock. Um, was originally a brownie in the original Willow. Yeah, I was going to say Kevin been in all the 80s movies. Um, he was actually in... Uh, He's in a lot of stuff. The Usual Suspects. Yes, very good actor. Very good actor. Reprises his role as a... So can you describe what a brownie is? A brownie is basically a little sprite, little midget, little dude. It's got a crazy sense of humor and they're good at like espionage and like uh, booby traps and weird shit. Well, and, and the running joke with the brownies, right? Because like... Willow is a is a little person, uh-huh. you know, a a a a dwarf or midget or hey, don't, don't, don't don't cover us. He's a little person. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it's like, but look, the brownies are smaller than Willow, and they think Willow's big. Yeah, guys, look how many jokes about Willow being big from the perspective of the brownies. Can we climb into this list? And so that that is that they love doing that. They're very proud of themselves, and like Willow is trying to get the brownies to help him escape and it's the whole thing it's like oh no how are they gonna get out mondo and then <laughs> i like how borman gets like kind of he get borman gets caught and tied up and and loves it and <laughs> borman's like this is my kink yeah yeah this is awesome and then you find out that borman apparently has fucked the leader of the bone reavers mm-hmm. he 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 boned the leader of the bone reavers he boned the bone reaver leader and then that not only did he bone her he boned and dashed he just like left her behind. He did her dirty. He ghosted her. He ghosted her. What a fucking asshole. You do, you know what? If you ghost someone who wears a skull on their face, that whatever happens, that's on you. Yeah. But like he's into it. He's he's trying to work his charm. Like was is so it's like, oh no, is is Willow gonna use the brownies to help them escape and he's gonna rescue them? Is Borman gonna gonna seduce the Bone Reaver leader and then fucking ghost again and then help them all get out how will they get themselves out of this mess and the answer is they don't yeah. <laughs> this whole episode and them trying to escape was all irrelevant because the brown reavers are fucking chill as hell and uh flag smasher redhead chick is the bone reavers leader sister, sister. yep so like this like, ho- oh my god i haven't seen you in yeah. many years <laughs> yeah so th- this whole conflict Turns out to be completely irrelevant. Yep. The Bone Reavers just let them go. Yep. Um, and it was like, oh no, is it going to be a big thing of of uh, Flag Smasher check? She's been raised to be a knight of what is the name? Tiris Lean or something? Sure. Sure. Tiris Minas Tirith. That's that's Lord of the Rings. Whatever. Uh, she's been raised to be a knight and fight the Bone Reavers, but she's really was a Bone Reaver and she's kidnapped. Oh, is she going to? How is she going to? Settle this all in her head. She's going to be really conflicted, right? Yeah. Right, Mondo? Yeah. Okay, what actually happened? <laughs> There's lesbian scenes. 
Well, the, okay, I, I see. I see where your your mind was focused on. Duh. But I mean, like, she accepts it almost instantly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They she's have a like, party. Yeah, she's just like, oh yeah, my, you're my sister. All right, we're all chill now. And they're just they're rate. They literally have a party. They're raging they, like like uh, it was a uh, prince uh, prince friend zone. And uh, maybe it was Willow come back to find them all like just having a good time. Or like, what the fuck's going on here? And, and then they eat, I can't remember what it was. They eat or drink something. It's like magic mushrooms that make you tell the truth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is, that eh, was a fun gag. I was on board for that one. Yeah. Every, everyone being real truthful. And it's like, uh, is, is that one when the, the, the lesbian relationship is, is confirmed? I think so. Yeah, don't they? Uh... Where she's like, she's like, yo, like, I'm down bad for you. Yeah. Mondo, I, Mondo what? I learned that slang. Down, down bad? I never heard down bad. Never heard down. Man, you're old. I am, dude. You're old. That's that's a new one. You know, I'm trying to think how to describe down bad. It's you, you. Okay, you know that one dude, right? Who's like, you're like, bro, come on, let's let's go out. We're going out tonight. And he's like, he's like, no, I can't, I can't because there's like a one percent chance she might call. And if she does call, I have to be ready by my phone. And if we're out of the bar, like it'll be noisy and maybe she'll get the wrong idea. So I just have to sit here and wait in case she calls so I can answer. And then, like, maybe I'll be able to go out with her. And you're like, bro, you're down bad. You're down bad for this chick. Oh, okay. All right. I got it. Yeah. So, like, like you find out the Flag Smasher chick is down bad for Kit. For so- They both have been down bad for each other. They're just trying to hide it. I Fucking- don't know if Kit is. I don't think she cares about people other than herself. Eh, probably, probably. Well, don't they say like, "Oh, I love you." I lo-. they say they they love each other. I, I'm still shipping Kit and her twin brother Eric. That's that's the that's the relationship really? that I think. No, no. Really. So so here's the thing. Well, I don't want to jump ahead of the next episode, but like now I'm like all confused of the whole which who's supposed to ship who. Like okay, the lesbians, fine. You get you you figure those two. We little, think so, yeah. Okay, but Kate was supposed to marry. Fuckboy Prince? No, Prince, fuck boy? Pr- pr- Prince there is Prince Fr- Fuckboy, which is Kit's brother, and there's Prince Friendzone. Which oh, she, Prince Friendzone is the one she's supposed yeah. to marry. Yeah, but they're they're trying to set up Prince Friendzone and Alora Dan. Yes, for some, which we had talked about, we had mentioned before in another episode, we're like, really? I don't know. I, I still thought uh, Alora Dan was still going to be with uh, Prince Fuckboy, but there's... No, no, it's... it's I, I think he's the dark horse to get, ri- get together with Kit. Not, not really. It's Disney. If it was HBO, 100%. Disney, <laughs> probably not. So so anyhow, this the, the, the episode ends in this big party, and everyone's telling the truth. And and then, just, just as it began, it ends with a random kidnapping. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yep. Like, we just did this. Uh, so so what, who, who gets kidnapped? Is it Kit? Kit's on top of uh, wait, hold on. It's I think it's Kit and the redhead taken by by uh, very eloquent hairy trolls. Yes, that's what it was. And they, they just, were just about to put the lip lock together, and then the hairy troll dude. Yeah, just y- yanks her into the, the 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 tree canopy out of nowhere, and I'm like, wow, like these bone reavers really do not have their base camp very well secured because no. trolls could just wander in and just abduct someone. And it's like, oh no, they've been abducted and taken to this like top secure prison that no one ever gets out of. And we found out that B- Borman was able to escape uh, from this prison by Andy Dufresne his way out. <laughs> like he went through like like <laughs> where the yeah where the or... shit shit goes through because he he built it up like he was this great hero and he fought his way out, but he really just slinked his way out through the shithole. Yeah, the yeah. literal shithole. So that's end of episode five. Episode six. Another not- kidnapping. We have to save someone. <laughs> episode six. Let's go. <laughs> they got to go to Trollville, Trollland, Trollo- Trollopia. So, so the the uh, interesting beats in this are one, uh, kid is locked up with someone who's claiming to be Mad Mardigan. Uh huh. Played by none other than Christian Slater, another eighties, nineties, maybe nineties, eighties for sure star. I looked up to see was if he was originally in the in the original Willow. I don't think he was in the original Willow, so I don't know how he, how like, at the time in the eighties, this guy was like a A list celeb. Right now, he's fallen off for sure. He's not an A list actor, but how they snuck in this big name actor into the plot, I'm like, huh, what the fuck? Because you know what, I don't think he has a lot going on right probably now. Probably not. Probably they're they're not. like Christian Slater. Do you want to be in something? He's like, yes, please. So someone, someone yeah. call me. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. <laughs> So, so there's this whole thing with Kit and her her dad, and meanwhile, you know the the the, the crew, the rescue party is on their way, 
It's like, how are they going to sneak in to this top secret, not top secret, but it's like inescapable prison that no one ever gets in or out of. And it's guarded by all these trolls. It's going to be super hard, right? How do they do it, Mondo? They get this like, what is it, like a worm thing that drives the boat kind of thing? Was that? No, they just kind of just walk in. Oh, okay. Like, was that later that, that they got the... Yeah, that was, I think, on the way out. Okay, never mind. Yeah, they just kind of walk in, and they stre- they step in some troll poop. It's like, that <laughs> was a poop joke. They step... There's not even that much. I'm like, wait, is this... This is the impenetrable prison? Yeah. So that's going on. Meanwhile, uh, Prince Fuckboy is, like, wandering around the desert. Like, well, he's not in the desert. He's He's... We don't know where he is. He's somewhere in some... Desert-like oasis-looking. What's well, like thing. a city, like ruin, like a ruined city, and with with. But then he does go out into the desert because he's like the the crone is like, come join me, and he's like, no, I don't want to. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then he just sort of goes out in the desert and then wanders back. Which I'm like, okay, that was that was weird. I don't. If you don't remember that part, I do not blame you because it really had nothing to do with anything. Yeah, yeah. I'm also trying to be careful not to. Uh, Spoil any episode seven stuff because you haven't seen. I have that not. One. Oh, no. so. Don't play. please, please do not spoil this masterpiece of a show for me, Mondo. That would be the worst there, thing ever. There's some, dude, there's some other twist stuff that happens in seven. So I won't. Oh, I, you know, what? I forgot. Somehow Willow also got kidnapped by the trolls. I forgot he was there too because he knows that Christian Slater is not Mad Mardigan. Yeah, Willow's there and like Christian Slater is like I'm Mad Mardigan and Willow's like bro, yeah, bro. Bro, oh, who was who was? I'm trying to remember. There was a politician that did this, but he was like, he's like, uh, it's like uh, Christian Slater. I knew Mad Mardigan. I went on a long and I'm trying. I'm trying to think how to describe the original. Little, I went. I went on a, a, a long and probably overly budgeted movie with Mad Mardigan. Yeah. You, you <laughs> sir are no Mad Mardigan. Yeah. So they they say that and. Uh, so we're uh, we're an hour and five. So let's kind of yeah. Let's, let's wrap it up. So so long and short. Turns out that the Christian Slater character's name is Allagast or Allagash or sure. some shit. Him and Borman have a history, and they've uh, they they venture together to this where they store the uh, the curious the the magical curious that's supposed to be uh-huh. like how they win the, the well, battle. Yeah, and their, their their whole history was who betrayed who, right? Yes. Did Borman betray all them and get Mad Mardigan and, and all of them locked up, or did did uh, whatever his name Allagast Allagast Allagash, whatever. But anyhow, but they seem to work those differences out very quickly. Yeah. As everything else. They get into a fight and then they're kinda of like, oh wait, trolls are here. Now we gotta fight the trolls. Let's the, team up. And I, you High know five. The, the one thing <laughs> this this was very campy George Lucas sort of Disney esque. But I, the, the the trolls are very well spoken. Yeah. There's they're, two there's a couple of them that were very yeah. They're they're like uh like middle management like accounting nerds. Yeah. And like that's just their language. Like, well, you know, there there are many uh, com- peculiar complexities of running a high class prison and it's like that's kind of the way they speak yeah. i was on board for it i was fine with that they decide to go off type with with what you would normally assume with the troll i was fine with that it was like just all the the random like how do we get in the prison ah we just walk in oh how do we resolve this conflict between borman and christian slater ah we just sort of get over it like that was that was my, my so issue. they so uh Al-Gash gives them a way out, like they they find a way out, and Allagash decides to stay he's, behind. He sacrifices, sacrifices. Himself. He's fighting all these fucking. And I'm like, oh no, this character that we just met, and I really don't care about. Yeah, he's yeah. dead. Oh no, yeah, yeah. no. Uh, and then my my favorite part of the whole episode, though, is, is uh, through throughout this whole rescue attempt, Alora Dannon um, can't quite get her her magic power under control. We, we think so. Like the whole prison has been shaking, and there's rocks falling down, and and so they're trying to escape. They're like going over it. It's like a, I don't even know how to describe it. It's like, it's like a frozen lava flow ice yeah, thing. It's, it's weird. weird. Yeah. But they're going over this. There's rocks falling down and, you know, the, 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 the ice lava is breaking apart. And at this moment, Kit is like, I really want to vent to a Lord yeah, Dan in the middle about of all my daddy issues. Yeah. And like, and she's like, why did he always choose you? And Elora, oh, for me. Elora's even saying like, hey, bitch, not now. Let's get the fuck out of here. And Kit just continues on like, no, nah, I don't get my fucking venting. And like, what the fuck? She's like, I know you're mad, but can we do this later? Can we get out? Can we can we get out of the... She truly is the worst character, and she falls through the ice flow. And that's and how the, the, episode, and the episode ends. ends. And I'm like, please let her die. Please let her drown. Please. <laughs> 
just make this the unceremonious end of Kit, and it will be a better show for it. But I do not think that's what happens. That was uh, that was episode six. We will review episode seven and maybe eight next week. So so thus far, guys, uh, it has not gotten better. And unless you're really down bad for a shitty fantasy series, I don't know if you continue further. But we will for you degenerates. Let's just say kidnapping is uh, kidnapping is easy in the <laughs> sci fantasy fiction. World of uh, Willowland. If 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 there's not another kidnapping for the rest of the show, I will be shocked. <laughs> I'm gonna just keep it there. Um, so uh, yeah, go Chargers tomorrow. We're playing the Broncos. The game is like nigh uh, insignificant for the Chargers. They're basically just fighting, or they're trying to win to get a better seed in the playoff picture. But really, they're already in the playoffs, so they could lose to the Broncos, and it didn't matter. Like, But they, but this this is extremely high stakes for the Broncos because they're trying to maintain the last tiniest shred of dignity they have left. Uh-huh. And if they get rolled by the Chargers, uh, that might be it. Apparently, they just... They're so just, they, just going to close close the franchise. They fired their head coach a couple of weeks back, and Ooh. so they got like an interim coach right now. This is the Broncos, by the way. Yeah, And apparently, they just... some. They just revamped the field, like the the actual playing field that they're playing oh, on. Like they just okay. spent a shitload of money to make it nicer for this game for whatever fucking reason. Like I know this could, is the shred of dignity. Like, game. Why couldn't you guys just it's wait huge. till next season to do all this stuff and unveil it, make a big deal of it? But no, no big deal. Um, we hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Thank you guys for watching us live if you were on us live and listening if you're just downloading the episode or whatever. We'll talk to you guys next Sunday. Um, have a good one. Take care. Hey everyone, Mondo here. I just want to take the time to say on behalf of myself and Aaron that we appreciate everyone who's taken the time to listen to our podcast. We know there's hundreds of thousands of podcasts to choose from, but you took some time out of your day to listen to us ramble on. Please share our podcast, like and subscribe, follow us on all our social media platforms and all that jazz. Whether you love us, hate us, agree with our opinions or disagree, we still love you.